<laughs> All right, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. So this is recording. on a real uh, woo-wop kick. A, a real woo-wop kick. And the drinking continues. So this is it, Reloaded Ears. The intro for... Is it DC versus Marvel or Batman versus Spider-Man? You know, we're all over the place on this one. We cover the entire DC Marvel map from Inception to Deception. Yeah, this was a doozy. We're just making it longer as we speak. Yeah, round out some of this slug. There's just, that kind of just shows how much there really is to talk about when it comes to the history of these two characters. Mm-hmm. Not just that, but the uh, brands that they hold. Yeah. Warning, talking about it may cause verbal diarrhea. Uh, actually, I think this is the episode where potentially we will get the most traction and the most haters. Because, you know, we've been talking about a lot of movies that people haven't really seen. Yeah. But this is a hot topic. Oh. Talking about DC, Marvel, Batman, Spider-Man. People take this to heart. Mainstream assist we've done. Yeah. And, yeah, this is the most relevant episode we've done it uh, was definitely a lot more relevant when we filmed it but hey we're getting there uh, there's been a couple more films that came out since uh, majority Marvel we got uh, Thor Love and Thunder which I didn't see you saw yeah what'd you think you know what forgettable Enough said. Enough said. I Um, wanted to really stone face it, but um, definitely not as good as Ragnarok. Yeah, Ragnarok was... It is to Ragnarok what uh, Wonder Woman 1984 was, I think, to uh, fans of the first Wonder Woman. And what uh, Venom was to Venom 2... Or vice versa. They were doing such great things with Thor and Guardians of the Galaxy. uh, Really developing his character. So I was kind of worried about them backtracking a bit with Thor. Bringing him back to his element with all the... uh, Like the original cast of uh, the first Thor films. Bringing Natalie Portman back. Mm. Giving her a little bit of a bigger role. Um, It it wasn't that bad, probably. But... uh... You know, yeah. takes a rewatch. I didn't talk about it in the uh, Christmas special, but uh, the Guardians Christmas special was pretty fun. Yeah, it was treated it's to a Christmas song. Uh, which I showed you. It was the, uh, I think, the second best Christmas song made this year, <laughs> or last year. Yeah, second to uh, Lala's Christmas by Joey Lala. Mm-hmm. That one's a treat. Yeah. 
uh, Joey, you guys will be meeting later, like soon enough. You might be the uh, one of the first guests we bring on here. Uh, you know, lots to talk about with him. He's a true artist in many different formats. Yeah. Um, I'm blushing on his behalf. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse. Yeah. We both saw, like, right after the filming of this episode, and I was like, oh, I kind of wish I saw it first, because, uh, you know, we'll get the haters riled up now, because unpopular opinion, I thought uh, Madness of Multiverse was better than uh, No Way Home. Yeah, it was definitely a return to form for uh, Sam Raimi, I yeah. think, of sorts. Yeah. Um, not that I'm, like, the huge follower of him, but, um, yeah, I thought it was super, super. It, the pacing, it just kept you on the edge of your seat where I found uh, No Way Home. It was kind of like, ah, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, saw that coming, saw that coming. And like we say in the episode, you know, everything was kind of spoiled for us. Mm -hmm. Where, you know, the only thing that we knew about Multiverse was the pre uh, the prologue of WandaVision, which mm. I loved. Yeah, that was quite the tie-in. Yeah. Could have lots of subscriptions and stuff to experience this whole realm. You know, it's... It's a new age of Marvel films now because it's getting so overloaded with all these different series and stuff like that. And, you know, you used to be able to keep up and you just had to watch it, all the movies that would come up once a year, twice a year. Yeah. But now you got to watch all these different series and like next time I see a Marvel film, I probably won't know what's going on. Yeah, I'm going to have to buy the DLC. But I loved Peacemaker and I'm looking forward to the series that are coming out of this new bat verse oh peacemaker was fucking yeah. brilliant i hope there's a season two of that yeah and i really like um i don't know the actress's name but she played tasty in orange is the new black and i thought she was a great supporting role i'm glad to see her getting another uh role like that yeah fuck yeah i think my favorite character in that is the the neighbor or whatever like the the guy that wants to be his sidekick yeah he is hilarious. Goes the great lengths to help. Yeah. And another film that came out, uh, I'd like to hear what White Adam thought of Black Adam. It was pretty mediocre. You know, Rock being the Rock. Yeah. You know, starring him. Um, but actually, I kind of feel for him because recently they said that they weren't going to do a second one. And this is really his baby, I think, trying to get this yeah. off of the, trying to get this thing afoot for 17 years, 15 years, 12 years, I don't, I don't know, <laughs> north of a decade. That's crazy. I don't yeah. Know. This was like his... How long ago did Shazam come out? Probably three years, yeah. four years. Because I didn't see that, but it's, I don't know why DC's all over the place. They're, I like Shazam. Like they're just... It was entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I have to check it out. But I think you know the Rock playing Black Adam was doomed from the start because you know I'm surprised Kevin Hart's not the in there somewhere. Is it? It was just destined for heavy content of cheese. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way around that, and you know sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. 
when it's like a film that's uh, so heavily reliant on CGI and it's hokey, like that kind of shows the strings of that as well. Yeah. Like, uh, did you ever see... My dad says it's his favorite film, but he knows that it just pisses us off. Uh, <laughs> John Carter. Oh, yeah. It's from Pocahontas? No, that's John Smith. Oh, yeah. John Carter was this Disney movie. It cost a ton of money, and I never saw it, no. Oh, it was, it was the worst. <laughs> and it, it was filled with terrible CGI? It was just, you know, it was when they finally hit that Avatar level of CGI, and they are like, let's just make this film. Yeah, I just saw the new Avatar. Yeah, any good? It's, uh... I heard it looks good. It's That's a, what everyone says, looks good. <laughs> well, the thing with the Avatar, the first one, it seemed like uh, they made 3D have death, depth instead of being coming out at you, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like looking into an aquarium very much, filled with water, um, amazing cinematic feet. Yeah. Like, this shows no cracks as far as CGI is concerned. There's never one moment in the movie when you're not immersed in this world yeah. with this different feeling CGI than any other movie. Yeah. Even though things like uh, Spider-Man, they have those behind the scenes where they uh, redo the entire school hallway scene or something. Yeah. Where he's swinging through and everything is CGI, but you can't tell. Uh, but this is a totally different monster. Yeah. And um, it's super long. It's got... Um, Hints of Titanic and Terminator, um, kind of in built yeah. into the story, yeah. where you get to experience like that you are watching a J James Cameron, Cameron thing. Yeah. Just to remind you, mm -hmm. some things that you only really see in his movie, in a way. Yep. Yeah. Um, I find all directors have their little trademarks. They, uh, Quentin definitely has a ton of them. Two of them, I'll just say quickly just to give it some context, is like a battle-type sequence. Feels very Terminator. Mm. When you imagine the um, landscape where they see Judgment Day, yeah. that kind of, uh, just the way they move, everything kind of has that vibe. And the water stuff, underwater, um, has some Titanic sort of thing. Okay. And some Titanic music vibes as well. Okay, yeah, yeah. But I don't think that's saying too much about it. Um, the story is dense, but still probably about a 7 out of 10 or something. Okay, 7Zs. Yeah. So you put it... That's pretty close to uh, Violent Night. It's not as entertaining. Yeah, but the visual factor helps them. Yeah. Um, no. uh, so I thought this episode for as long as it is went pretty well um, you know I thought you had bad frames 
in the New Year's Eve episode. Yeah. But uh, I think Phyllis must have nudged the camera so she'd get a little more shine. But, uh, you know, halfway through, we straightened it out. Yeah. Um, we're boozing again in this one. We do another little drinking game. This is our first on-air drinking game. Mm-hmm. Because the one for I Saw the Devil was while we were watching it. Yeah. Uh, it's it, a Marvel versus DC. A, it was a little... Sip for sip contest. It was a little inspired by uh, a game that they play on Drink Champs. Which is a podcast that I like to watch. Yeah, that was in our uh, Drink Champs era. And they like to play this game, this drinking game, with their guest called Quick, Quick Time with Slime. Oh. So I guess our version of it's like uh, Long Time with Schlong or something. No? Well. We'll work on it. Yeah. It's the right length. <laughs> um. But yeah, I don't know if this is the uh, start of a downward spiral for the Tired Masterminds, getting into the booze, uh, not even hiding it in our signature Greek cups. Yeah, see if even Maverick could get us out of this tailspin. Yeah. So the uh, you know the only way for you, the, uh, you guys sitting at home to figure out if we uh, make it out of these depths is to tune in. At the same late time, that same tired channel. Yeah. You really nailed and hammered that one home. <laughs> I tried. Smash, smash, it's smash. smash. <laughs> Free Kai. Yeah, I watched that, by the way. Nice. What'd you think? The intro's over. Welcome to this episode of New Rockstars. I am uh, Eric Voss, and we're here to talk about... Comic books. I guess that's true. Uh, so, <laughs> I wanted to start off with just asking you, uh, do you have a preference of Marvel over DC, like before movies, just like from comics, or just your favorite superheroes as kids? Um, well, I guess if you would have asked me a while back... I would have said DC because of all the Batman movies and mm. the near non-existence of any good Marvel-related movie. Yeah, exactly. Kind of the started it off. But uh, <clears throat> Blade Oh yeah, actually is, you know, officially MCU. And uh, Blade was, when did Blade come out? I think they're starting to call that the very first MCU movie now. Yeah, I was still going. I watched that as at a sleepover. Yeah. Where did you first watch Blade? I don't know. I don't think I could have saw it in the theaters. Honestly, <laughs> I think my dad might have took me and Wes to the theaters. And it's funny bringing up Wes. Me and my brother always. I was always a Marvel guy. He was always a DC guy. Yeah. You know, you get into it because Marvel not only, like, destroyed them in sales, but then gave them money to kind of help them out. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they've always had back and forth, like, stealing each other's uh, characters. Yeah, oh, yeah. Kind of putting, like, a, 
you know, Deadpool came from Deathstrike and kind of stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, close. But, you know, Marvel has really taken over in the cinematic world, like with movies and stuff like that. Like, they're really on their stride. And it seems like, uh, you know, there's so many of these superheroes that uh, are involved in Marvel. And, like, how the Justice League and how DC's rolling around. Like, Batman's really had uh, DC on his back for, like, a long time. Yeah. Because other than Batman, like, Superman was a flop, in my eyes at least. I don't Mm -hmm. know if it was that great. And I would have definitely preferred the Justice League over the Avengers for a while there growing up. Yeah. Because there was a, like a Super Nintendo game or something that was like, I don't know if it was Marvel versus DC, but like it had um, some of those weird characters mm-hmm. in it. And I was a big X-Men fan with the animated series of X-Men. So I think that's why I leaned towards Marvel too. Mm-hmm. It was just like, yeah, you have Spider-Man, yeah, you have Batman, yeah. but then you have X-Men who not as just one superhero, but like... <laughs> so yeah, it's many. a whole it's other always, galaxy. Yeah, and it's always different characters every time. So I was always a big Marvel guy. Yeah. But the only real DC character that I was a big fan of was the Batman. Yeah. Vengeance there. Yeah, Vengeance. You know what? I think... Right from even that early point of the movie, people were already like, why did he call himself Vengeance? I loved it. I thought it was a perfect play on, you know, how cheesy it was. uh, Christian Bale, I am Batman. Yeah. It's like that was such a mockery and like used in memes and stuff like that. So they had to really turn that on its head. I didn't know there was such a uh, gap between the origins. Like... Uh, uh, Spider-Man came out in the 60s. Batman came out in 1939. Yeah, 80 years. That's got to be like the, you know, the OG of these comic book characters that are at least like at that level in popularity. Detective comics. It seemed like uh, obviously Spider-Man had a little quicker forward motion because a couple of years later they already had an animated series. Oh, yeah, that's right. Where, uh, you know, um, Adam West was out at that time. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of the back and forth. And uh, funny enough, Adam West's Batman was probably more animated than (laughs) Spider-Man. What do you think would uh, be the better series of the 60s? Yeah, so I have got to watch a lot of both of them in my life, especially uh, in some of my, like around age 10 to, you know, watching Batman. Mm. That was on a lot. And, yeah. it, and it was on midday too, or like, you know, like around supper time mm. a lot of times too, in back to back episodes. Mm. Because they always had the uh, cliffhanger. 
Yeah. So it was good to be able same to resolve bat time, them. Same yeah. bat channel. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it seemed like Spider-Man was before school and Batman was after school. Yeah, it was harder to catch Spider-Man, that old one. But it was like the 60s one. Yeah. That one was a hard catch, like yeah. early in the morning sometime. Yeah. And you'd see like, oh, man, that's that weird Electro. I was just gonna say that with the, with the uh, star. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, and like Vulture, real Vulture, mm-hmm. and Green Goblin, where he's actually a goblin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because uh, before the Batman series started, they came out with a film, and it was very similar to the clip that we were just watching, kind of. Uh, and you've seen it in Batman animated series. In the film, it was Riddler, Joker, Penguin, and Catwoman all together. Yeah. Trying to get Batman. And then we were watching that, that they did that in the uh, 60s animated series for Spider-Man, where it's Vulture, Green Goblin, yeah. uh, Electro. Electro, yeah. And then Weird Invisible Guy. Yeah, and didn't catch his name. Yeah. <laughs> That was an odd choice. Yeah, but he wrapped them up in like a minute, two minutes flat. Yeah. Kraken <laughs> yeah. wise the whole time. A very mature sounding Spider-Man in those days. Yeah, doing the impersonations <laughs> and uh, throwing his uh, ventriloquist skills around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then we get into oh, better intro music. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Or, how's Batman go? Batman! Batman, Batman. Well, I can tell you, like... I think Spider-Man might have that. It's so good. There's a lot of lyrics. There's definitely... More effort put into mm. the lyrics of Spider-Man. <laughs> Catching villains just like flies? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, cool references mm. in there. Um, He's got radioactive blood. They, they give the yeah. whole story. Yeah, yeah. A recap. <laughs> yeah. How we got that way. <laughs> but yeah, real rocking versions of Batman over the years. Yeah. But... Because then the Batman animated series, mm-hmm. obviously. I really enjoyed the Spider-Man animated series in the 90s yeah. as well. Uh, you know, Shocker, Scorpion. Yeah. Those kind of guys. Yeah, yeah. But uh, definitely, Batman animated series is on a totally different level. Like, I remember even in high school, we went and bought those on DVDs. Yeah. And we used to meet up at Troy Miller's basement every day after school and just watch Batman. Yeah. Like, it was that cool. I used to eat the fucking... Batman pastas. The cans. Oh, yeah. Of... <laughs> but the, I used to eat the Spider-Mans, too, though. Yeah. I think the noodles were thinner somehow yeah. on the Spider-Man. All those ones had slightly different... Yeah consistencies you know like a little bit of texture difference like one a little bit thinner yeah um the animated series batman Mm -hmm. you know uh 
also had those episodes with all the villains coming together. But the yeah. villains like Scarecrow was awesome. Yeah. I really enjoyed uh, Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze. Yeah. Known for having that like really dramatic arc yeah. for an animated, you know, yeah. show in general, I yeah. think. But then they had some really like deep episodes mm-hmm. of Bruce Wayne like forgetting that his parents or yeah. no, there was an episode of if his parents didn't get killed. And the Rajel Ghoul. Yeah. They used to have him, but I always thought those were like the crappiest episode. I'm yeah. like, come on, give me fucking man bat or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it really got into And the then episodes. when they used him in Batman Begins, like it made me not watch it for like the first year. Yeah. You know, I didn't have any kind of sense of urgency. I was like, who is this guy even? Yeah. I did. Yeah. You know, cool. But it was actually pretty good. I liked what they did. Yeah. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get there. We'll get there. So animated series. Uh, I didn't like Mad Hatter. No? No. A little too on the nose with Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, exactly. He's like exactly that guy. Yeah. But I guess, you know, that's what he is. He's like delusional for that specific thing. It's yeah. like an obsessive, is full out, you know, cosplay. Every day, you know, everywhere he goes, he makes his tables off center. (laughs) (laughs) Inviting people to tea parties. I don't know, man. That was like, I remember Batman animated series was the every day after after school watching that. Mm -hmm. And he was on at lunchtime, too, for a while. And there would even be... I'd get like VHSs with two two Joker episodes or something like that on it. And then there was, you know, animated features like uh Mask of the Phantasm. Oh my god, I remember all the hype for that when it was coming out. It was like holy moly. I just tried watching it like a year ago and it it was a snooze fest for me. Yeah, well, I did watch it a few times when it came I out. I loving on, it as a kid. On VHS, yeah. I watched it like back to back to back a couple mm. of times. Yeah. But, oh man, I'd love to watch that now. Like the full length, it appealed to me so much, yeah. the full length cartoon yeah. version of it. Like it's going to be like an hour and a half or yeah, something. Exactly. It's going to be like the best thing I ever saw. And, like, got to see it, like, you know, rented it Saturday morning. So, got home lunchtime, throwing it in by, like, 1 p.m. Got a whole bunch of watches in right in, you know, till the evening, probably. I don't know if it was a long day or something, but I tried to watch it not too long ago. And I just... It was was on Crave or something, right? That's where I think I watched it, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you see so many of them on there. And, like, I don't know if they got hushed, but they got, like year one or something on there yeah. i'm like i gotta watch all of these well, i can't it's hard to keep track of the ones that i've already seen yeah because batman has been staying pretty consistent with animated features mm-hmm. you know they had the red hood they had killing joke one yeah of the best uh the most recent one the long halloween long halloween uh so batman has an edge with the consistency but oh my god was spider verse not amazing holy yeah theatrical release yeah they stepped up their game they're gonna be 
just do one animation that's just amazing. And I think that that was them testing out their feelers, which I think that Marvel did with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Because there was like an extra level of uh, comedy in it, and they finally Mm -hmm. found how not to make it like cheesy, like Thor and Captain America and stuff like that. Yeah, well, it seems like I so many good ideas brewing over time that would have come together to make that. Because, you know, like, it felt so, like, refreshing. You know, kind of had that uh, uh, waking life kind of feel to it a little bit. exactly, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, I just thought it was super fun. Uh, As they're putting the, testing their feelers out with Guardians of the Galaxy to... uh, see if this is going to fly and i think that kind of predicted how they went around like infinity wars and endgame mm-hmm. and then i think spider-verse was them putting their feelers out for this multiverse that they're going into now yeah and also because i think a lot of people wanted miles morales version mm-hmm. of spider-man i know i'd love to have like a ps5 or something to play yeah. that spider-man game I'm yeah. so jealous of the people <laughs> my cousin yeah. My cousin has it. Nathan. Oh yeah. All the different skins you can play as any any Spider-Man. Yeah. Hell yeah. I, did you play any uh, good Spider-Man games? Did you ever game much on Spider-Man? Um I think there was like one or two. The, one of the you know the first and second Spider-Man game for like ps2 or something like that maybe oh wow but, ps2 never played a super nintendo played, like, one almost every arkham game oh yeah and love those very immersive yeah. love those yeah and i even picked up a couple of those telltale mm-hmm. batman yeah so in that right like i'm definitely more of a leaning towards batman than spider-man you know even with comics mm-hmm. you know like I don't pick up a Green Goblin comic. No. You know what I mean? I don't pick up a Spider-Man comic. Or, uh, you know, there's so many Batman comics. You, you see Batman with Ninja Turtles. You see Batman like Definitely Batman more drawn. More iconic. Yeah. And if you gave you me see the him two. Everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, then we get into... The uh, the feature films, yeah. So you know, Adam, I'm a Batman Forever baby. Yeah. <laughs> but Adam here, you know, he witnessed the golden era yeah. of Batman. Yeah. So apparently, I saw the first Batman in '89 when I was like, would have been three or four. Yeah, that's what my dad said. And then he said that I liked it or something. Yeah. Even though, like, I can still remember not understanding it or anything. Like, I can barely recall it. I remember mainly, like, the, like, news clip type stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, when they would show the imagery of whatever that, like, whatever they use in that paparazzi. Yeah. Like, that imagery really stuck with me. Um, and then Batman Returns, like, I remember, like, crazy in, like, 91 or whatever. 
Um, Might be, you know, the best <laughs> superhero film ever. Oh my god! And going there, like I remember, like it was before I was really like in tune the still to when things were coming out. Yeah. So I just remember like finding out, yeah, we're going to Batman Returns tonight. Yeah. And I was so super excited, like might have already had some toys or something yeah. come down the pipe because I was a big toy guy for yeah. this stuff. And uh, so I go there and, you know, got like the king size bar, you know, I'm like six years old or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, then Catwoman gets pushed out of the window. And oh, yeah. the cats start nibbling at her. And, like, that scene killed me. Yeah. Like, I was so, like, scared by it as a kid. Like, the oh, idea yeah. of a cat nibbling at me. Oh, yeah. Holy. Not just one. No, a whole bunch of them. Just, yeah. like, on your fingers and yeah. stuff, too. Yeah. <laughs> but that movie had... Yeah, you know, the perfect amount of sexy Michelle Pfeiffer yeah. and disgusting Danny DeVito. Yeah. Like, they just, it was such a beautiful yeah. contrast. Yeah. You know, some edgy stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, biting the dude's fucking nose off. Yeah, yeah. And, and the, eating the fish. Yeah. I remember eating the fish was Raw really disgusting. Fish. In the, in the, uh, the budgie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh yeah man all walkings aside that movie was a pretty good movie yeah yeah max shrek yeah yeah Which no like everything a... about it like the christmas feel like now like i watch it at christmas time yeah. like i love everything about it the like whole like um yeah, freak show movie. sort of more of a christmas movie than die hard <laughs> I gotta watch. I gotta watch all of them. Yeah, I, I always gotta watch Die Hard though, and I can't even stop at one. Like I always gotta watch two, and then I usually gotta watch Where three. Do you stop. Stop at three. I do. Yeah. yeah. Although, like people, you know, really don't like the fourth one sometimes. Yeah. Which I don't mind it. The fifth one, Stankeroonie. And I went to see all of them in a marathon at the theater. Yeah. And still seeing that one was just like the most awful taste at the end of the night. <laughs> no <laughs> Couldn't doubt. believe how bad, like how much of a departure away from the original feel and, you know, like John McClane kind of, yeah. you know, care about, <laughs> like it sucked. But Batman Returns. Holy moly. And like, even if you think about it now, like every scene iconic, you know, like the penguins lair, all the penguins going with their little bombs. Oh, yeah. Holy. And it was in that era, like the goons is the same like kind of thing as, you know, Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles. They always had this army of goons and, uh, both Batmans had that kind of like I think they were both kind like obviously it was a bunch of clowns in Jack Nicholson's and this was like yeah. a bunch of uh, people they're like hockey players or something like that or like they're ice you know they're ice people or something like that. What's that? The the henchman that the penguin had. 
Um, did he not have those like carnival circusy people? That's, okay, yeah. Well, I'm getting confused because I thought that would have been Joker. No, Joker. I don't know. Where did he get all them guys? I don't know. Maybe it was just like because he was like spraying the stuff. Mm. Like I found that one super confusing as a kid. Like, oh yeah. What was going on in it? Like, but I loved every scene with the Joker. Like you know, <laughs> I was always super dancing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, going all around the yeah. destroying paintings. Yeah. So that was, you know, the golden age mm-hmm. of Batman. And then to compare that with Spider-Man is the three installments of Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. So I guess yeah, you got to really the, start there. Like there the were golden era. there were other Spider-Man movies. Like I did rent them know, as a kid but... from the library, but they were like, you know, Climb like climbing was like the exciting part of it. <laughs> yeah, but they would be like seventies, eighties. Yeah, there was one in seventy four, seventy six. One of those, I think, even <laughs> numbered years, yeah. and like in the sixties, maybe one. I don't know, yeah. but they had like same kind of names as. Uh, What's his name? Herbie. It's like Spider-Man rides again, kind of. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, I remember like climbing the buildings would be like the thing. And then fighting in like a boardroom. (laughs) I can't even remember all what the villains would have been in it. But I would like to go back and see it. Because I did, it was exciting when you would rent it and be like, oh, Spider-Man. Yeah. Duped a couple times, I think, as a kid. Oh, for into sure. thinking it's going to be a good one. Yeah. <laughs> then we got uh, Christian Bale. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Toby or Michael Keaton? Who you got to go with? Oh, Michael Keaton. I don't... <laughs> uh, Christian Bale or Andrew Garfield? Ah, Christian Bale, I think. (laughs) These are pretty odd even. Andrew Garfield's movies were so bad that I just blend them. I forgot that there was even two of them. I thought it was just the same movie. When Lizard showed up in No Way Home. Yeah. I wouldn't have known that it was from that one. I would have assumed it was from the Tobey Maguire one. But I figured it must have been an even number. I figured Jamie Foxx was from the new one. Yeah. And there was probably he was from the newer one as well, based on a CGI yeah. level. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Can't go from cheesy to pretty good looking in yeah. No Way Home. Yeah, it only took them three tries to get Spider Man right, as I think, and I don't know if you agree that Tom Holland would be the best Spider Man. I think so, yeah. He's the one who I've connected the most with as far as Peter Parker. Yeah. Most Peter Parker Yeah, Michael Keaton, great actor. Yeah. Christian Bale, great actor. But these guys, just to me, and I think it's just because I was used to big-chinned 
Bruce Wayne in the animated series, <laughs> but they just seem too small to me to be Bruce Wayne. I don't know. Yeah. And and that's what the that's what the heads were saying. Like you know, that's what the people were saying. Michael Keaton. Yeah. He's too little. Yeah, exactly. Even and, though. And they're like, no. You no. want to get nuts? He'll yeah. get nuts. <laughs> um, but Tobey Maguire, I just really didn't believe a Spider Man. I don't know, like. It must I have wanted been to. Movie. I wanted to yeah. love it, and there was a but lot of things. But he was like thirty. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, he did seem a bit older. Yeah. Um, also, but there was lovable stuff like Macho Man in the movie, yeah. like that whole beginning Bicar part, or whatever her name. Yeah, is. yeah, yeah. Like that whole part was good. Yeah. You know, they did the, of course the Uncle Ben dying thing, yeah. and yeah. you know they went all through that. In the game, like you were talking, did you play the games for those on PS1 or whatever, PS2? Those are the games I would have played. Yeah, and that closely kind of followed that, Yeah, I believe. And then you were in like a warehouse yeah. for like ever. Yeah, and, it's hard for me to remember. Yeah. Um, like I don't really... I wasn't that into it, you know what I mean? Like I got... More into, oh, well, I remember uh, Batman for uh, Super Nintendo. It was that followed the story like crazy. That was a great game, and it was but hard. for some reason I can't really remember the Spider Man. Oh games. my god! When you'd get to the bosses and they have the multiple life bars, yeah, they'd keep going. Like yeah. you'd be fighting Catwoman, and yeah. then boom, another one, mm. and the. There was, like, the penguin fights were crazy yeah. on the ducky. And, like, at that time, it just seemed so cool, the backdrops. You know, it was <laughs> snowing and stuff like that. Like, the backdrops of that movie mm-hmm. was actually cutting edge at that time. It was beautiful. Uh, give another shout-out to Marvel. I remember really enjoying uh, the Hulk game for Super Nintendo. Go ahead. Where you get hurt. Amount of time you turn back into yeah yeah you'd have to uh, take the pills banner yeah and then you'd have to turn into Hulk and you'd have to get in to crawl through like vent type stuff you'd have to be him too I thought that game was great yeah it was strategic it was hard yeah very hard yeah and they would have been around the same time yeah and And do you fight like Rhino and stuff in that game as Hulk like who are the Hulks. You know what, man? That's so funny. I can't even remember any of the bosses or anything like that. Because he wasn't riding off a movie. I think movie. he fought with, like, the lizard. Yeah, maybe. He's just copping uh, Spider-Man's villains. Yeah. And uh, Iron Man would show up sometimes. Yeah. But why would they be fighting? Man, I was just thinking, like, I don't even know if this was part of any of the series. Is, yeah. But there was, like... Hulk cartoons mm-hmm. and stuff too that yeah, I think had the lizard in it. Maybe. Oh man, I just I holy moly! Well, I just is, this is funny. Uh, all right, don't let me stop you. No, I just I just remembered these things that I can, you know, barely have a recollection of. Mm-hmm. Like it goes so far back with these things. Yeah. And uh, did Both you ever notice? Deep. How many villains, and we'll get back to this, I just want to say this real quick. How many Spider-Man villains are doctors or scientists? (laughs) Lizard, Doc Ock, 
Green mm-hmm. Goblin, uh, Electro, mm-hmm. it was working in, in the power company or whatever. Yeah. Like everyone except for uh, whoever the other guy or yeah, uh, Sandman. Yeah, everyone but Sandman Sand was a who yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was he was like a thug, but yeah. it was similar to uh, Mister Freeze. Where he was doing a bunch of bad just because he wanted to save his daughter. And Mr. Freeze is a Dr. Freeze. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. <laughs> um, but I want to jump back and funny, bring back to Mr. Freeze Arnold. Yeah. Probably the cheesiest yeah. villain yeah. to grace uh, Batman. That was a tough watch. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember... Still, you know, aesthetically, there was some good in that movie. Yeah, it was striking. Bane looked really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Very much like the animated yeah, series exactly. Bane. And I liked how he was this skinny guy and they pumped him up. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably the sexiest Uma Thurman <laughs> when she's Poison Ivy. Well, that's a... Uh, you know, and the boys are fighting over and stuff like, like that. People like Pulp Fiction. Yeah. House that Jack Bill. <laughs> Kill Bill. <laughs> so much just cheese, you know, wanted to be for all ages. Yeah. The Schumacher. I could not the focus. Goddamn Schumacher. I... The, yeah, it's a love triangle and the guy, <laughs> they're both fighting over Poison Ivy. Yeah. And the, I know Poison Ivy always putting up the plants. But... Yeah, and she's got the big uh, Venus flytrap. Yeah, yeah. And was there other people in that too? Was and that was still Michael Goff. Oh, Best Alfred. Alfred. Yeah, you Best know, Alfred. great. The Coke commercials. They yeah. would play those like a ton when I was a kid. Yeah, and he survived more Batman movies than anyone. Because he was in uh, Michael Keaton's as well, was he not? Yeah, 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 he was in. He was a huge part of them. Like, yeah. and then, like I said, Batman Forever, baby. I, you know, I just saw that at the right time in the theaters. I was a huge Jim Carrey fan, and you gotta, uh, just before you get to that, like I got to go back to and like I remember on Entertainment Tonight, like them teasing that there is gonna be a teaser for it that yeah. plays like a week or two from then. Yeah. And then the countdown, like, we're going to have the Batman forever. We're going to show something from Batman forever. It's yeah. going to blow you away. Yeah. And it did. I was, like, never more excited yeah. for a movie than Batman forever. Yeah. And, like, the wait between that teaser and when it came out, mm. like, killed me. Like, I had nothing else going on. I don't know. I just loved that movie. I, everything about it. At that time, you know what I mean. I see mm-hmm. the I see the holes in it, but I thought even like the Chris O'Donnell playing Dick Grayson and how he was brought yeah. in and all that stuff was was pretty true to the script. Yeah, uh, I th- yeah Tommy Lee Jones mm-hmm. might have played Two Face a little more animated than he should have. Yeah, but look who he had to roll beside. You know what I mean. So yeah. I think Tommy Lee Jones really stepped out of his shell. For that film. Mm-hmm. And because I like uh, Big Jaw Bruce Wayne. Yeah. 
I'm going to say that, that Kilmer had the best job. Probably Bruce, best Bruce Wayne material. I'm going to say best, like maybe not the best Batman, but best, best Bruce Wayne material. Best this part of your face. Or just presence. Yeah. Um, it's been so long you know, since Clooney, I sat down. They're just like this Bachelor character. Let's get the biggest Bachelor in Hollywood. <laughs> and like these movies kind of started what happened to with Spider-Man's and X-Men's and then became Captain America. Mm-hmm. Just like that era of yeah. uh, of superhero film kind of started with those Batmans. I can't believe how far they've come. Like series now, Peacemaker used to kind of suck. Yeah, like for so long, like all through the two thousands, they were so garbagey. Yeah, I know. In the nineties, like everything, you know, like Batman's were like the only good superhero movies in the nineties. Yeah, exactly. Like I didn't mind. who do you think was the better Hulk, uh, Banna or Norton? I would have to say Norton, Me just as a gut feeling. I like Norton's. I watched it. I went back and watched it. Yeah. And there's certain things about it that, like, I like him. It's more believable than Ruffalo. Did Mark Ruffalo have his own movie? No, I don't think so. No. Still waiting on it? No, but they, Black Widow they consider Edward Norton MCU. Really? Yeah, so it's a whole uh, uh, Terrence Howard, Don Seattle thing. <laughs> Just don't talk about it. Don Seattle from Seattle. They did a whole on Viv move. Oh, yeah? Mm. Yeah. Fresh, fresh Viv. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there was Affleck. So we're going on the many attempts of a Bruce Wayne. I guess so, yeah. Affleck, who didn't last long. I don't even remember barely seeing him in the movies. I think he took on too much because all of a sudden he was writing and producing these movies. And then he just backed out completely. But I wasn't impressed with Batman vs. Superman. or You know, there was some funny flaws that I saw in the little bit of Justice League that I watched with him. I did watch that whole thing, mm. and uh, I didn't think it was that bad, but... Um, black and white? No. Color? But my buddy did watch it in black and white by accident, mm. and um, he was, like, messaging me, being like, this is super stupid. Why did they do this? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, there's, uh, you know... A version in color as well. And <laughs> I don't know if he would have ever finished it. But he also, that same dude, messaged me after he watched a third of the new Batman and said, this is boring as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, yeah, it was just a fight against Superman. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a, I think, there. and what's the villain in... Uh, in Justice League, it's Dark Side. Yeah, something. So like, like Dark Side is like uh, Marvel had Apocalypse. Yeah. Apocalypse was so fucking badass, but then they made him really small in the X Men movies, and it just wasn't good. Like Apocalypse should have been like a Thanos character. The first couple of X Men movies I thought were a little boring at times too. Yeah. 
they tell you the truth. Yeah, they have the same feel as uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I like about X-Men is that it seems like you get a lot more bang for your buck. Yeah. And, you know, Hugh Jackman yeah. did pretty great as Wolverine. Oh, they had man. the kind of... You know, they had all the characters that I remember from the animated series with Rogue. I remember watching that uh, version of Wolverine with, like, the unfinished And the big Sabretooth. Sabretooth was awesome. He was cool, man. I always thought Sabretooth was super wicked from the the animated series. Like, he was... I thought they did a great job with uh, Mystique, too. Mm-hmm. For uh, X Men, yeah, and uh, yeah, shout out to uh, Patrick Stewart, yeah, and Ian uh, McKellen, yeah, played Magneto. Magneto, great duo, Magneto's yeah. badass. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What they have to do, Mister Sinister has to come to like whatever the fuck X Men is, Sonyverse or whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Mister Sinister has to be in a movie he was the fucking best villain of the x-men and that's bringing me to who has the better villains spider-man or batman uh yes so spider-mans are interesting um i played this game called um what was it amazing anyway um it had all kinds of villains in it like it had craven like i really liked craven a lot from the animated series for some reason as well i always liked him um you know like lizard rhino uh for some reason like uh oh kingpin yeah for sure um Um, madam web i really like scorpion scorpion yeah um shocker Shocker. for some reason man i really liked shocker yeah it was very interesting like the way they changed his look over time too and they brought back some of that on one of the newer ones that weird vest yeah because i loved the look of him for some reason Mm -hmm. even though he's like fishnetty (laughs) yeah yeah it's the only guy in fishnets i've ever enjoyed yeah exactly (laughs) whoa I did, he didn't mean that. Um, but we can go like Tombstone was cool. Yeah. I loved Prowler. Tombstone? Yeah. I forgot about Tombstone. Tombstone. Holy ass. moly. Yeah, Prowler was cool because sometimes yeah. he'd be helping out. Yeah, yeah. He's one of those flippity floppity yeah. boys. And then there was Black Cat, who yeah. was Gwen Stacy, wasn't it? Probably, yeah. I'm pretty sure. And uh, Venom, Venom, Carnage. I remember Carnage Man was yeah. the most gangster thing yeah. before Spawn. Oh my God, he was like yeah. the spookiest, like yeah. most and, like Freddy Krueger. Yeah, and kinda. I love the backstory with uh, Cassidy. Mm-hmm. He's just a serial killer. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He wasn't 
everyone else was just a great citizen that got <laughs> infected by yeah, yeah, something, just, and now they're villains. Like, yeah. this guy was a villain to begin yeah. with. He killed yeah, he's his just parents. a crazy person, just the most uh, yeah. wild card, uh, kind of yeah. anything can happen, malicious 100%. Yeah. And they knew there's only one person that could play him, mm-hmm. whether it was good or not. Yeah. It had to be Woody Harrelson. Yeah, so he could reprise natural parts of killer. natural born killers. Well, what a it. great homage. Yeah. But the movie homage. sucked pretty much oh, overall. Yeah. It was pretty boring. I was disappointed, but <laughs> good for Woody Harrelson. Yeah. What other uh, Spider-Man villains? Doc Ock is cool. Yeah. Um, but you go over to Batman... The Joker. I you know. know I, mean? there I is know. No, the, oh, uh, okay, I gotta say, Double Ganger was fucking cool, even though I'd never seen him in any animated series. Because yeah. I used to collect these, not baseball cards, but Marvel cards and DC cards of these superheroes, mm-hmm. right? So there's Double Ganger. I think I had a action figure of him and stuff like that. Yeah. On, Hobgoblin. Yeah. On Green S- Goblin. On Super Nintendo, there was like separation anxiety yeah. and maximum carnage. Yeah. And like you really get to see like Scream, yeah. you know, like different oh, Venom symbiotes, yeah. variants, cool. and stuff like that. Yeah. And like the games were kind of hard, you know, climbing up buildings and yeah. like there would be different parts that would really ding your lives away. But yeah. Um, I think they were all pretty beatable. Yeah. A doppelganger showed up in yeah, that a couple times. I do remember that. That's probably where I would have first recognized him from. Mm-hmm. Um, the Goro of Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, but Batman villains, you know, the Green, Green Goblin would be the closest thing to a Joker for Spider-Man. I suppose, yeah. That crazy and like man. I said, you don't go out and buy a Green Goblin comic or you don't see people with Green Goblin t-shirts to this day. No. And there hasn't been... You know, I guess there has been a couple different Green Goblins. No, I guess there hasn't been. Who else played Green Goblin? I can't even remember if there was a Green Goblin in uh, Andrew Garfield's. There was. Because no, I know who played his son, but I can't remember who played Harry. But he wasn't like full blown Green Goblin in it. Like there was the Vulture one. Yeah, no, right. but I'm talking about Andrew Garfield. What was what were his villains? They had Lizard, uh, Lizard, and then Electro. But there was also were, one where uh, the one with the lizard, uh, the guy who was in Chronicles and he was in uh, Lawless. Tom Hardy. No, the fr- the friend that that has like a bum leg or something. And he gets killed. He's moonshining with Shia LaBeouf. Fuck me, I don't know. Can't think of what else he's in. But there is a Green Goblin, but like uh, not Harry, not Norm Osborn, but Harry. Yeah. I can't remember who plays Norm, where Norm is Willem Dafoe. Yeah. And spoiler, uh, No Way Home. Spoiler. <laughs> 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 um but uh Batman villains. Yeah. Let's, Riddler. Let, let's do say the ones that we haven't even discussed yet. Calendar Man. Calendar Man. Egghead. Victor Zaz. Yeah. Victor Zaz. Also a serial killer. Oh yeah. 
um, probably the most sinister, like realistic, because you know, uh, a lot of Batman's villains are kind of like realistic in a sense that they're just crazy people mm-hmm. that are doing this stuff, and they're not mutants and have powers and stuff like that. A lot of them. Uh, yeah, a fake. lot of them powerless. Yeah, ventriloquist. Oh yeah, he's a good Scarface. one. Yeah, he's a weird one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you got Freeze. You got uh, Man Bat, Clayface. I really liked in the oh, animated series. Yeah, that's right, Clayface, Clayface was the cool. Sandman. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, but Clayface also could make himself look like people. Sandman never oh, did that. Oh yeah, that's so right. He, he was, was a like, mimic. He was like Mystique and Sandman mm-hmm. at the same time. Where, uh, you know, there's been so many of those clonable characters like Mystique. And do you remember in the X-Men series, his name was Morph? Morph, And he yeah. was another guy that would be good sometimes. But when he was <laughs> bad, he'd turn and he'd have these bags under his eyes. And then he'd be bad Morph. Yeah, and he's tired. Yeah. Uh, and then Chameleon, who... Remember Chameleon? He was, like, very plain face, uh, had a pointed nose... And he was a shapeshifter as well, Spider-Man villain. Going back to Spider-Man villains, and it's—I'm sure I'd recognize Craven's him. brother. Is Chameleon, and Chameleon was the first villain in the first Spider-Man comic. What? I couldn't tell you who was in the first Batman, but yeah, uh, I know Joker's pretty early on because yeah. it's also like. 80 years of him yeah. as well as Batman, I think. Mm-hmm. So, But Batman's, I think, been around more. You know what I mean? He's had fights with everyone. Mm-hmm. So there is a, I'd say, a vaster uh, list of, yeah, Raja Ghoul and then Talia Ghoul. And, Don't uh, remember Raja Ghoul from the old series. From what? The 60s. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Egghead, King Tut. Yeah, King, King Tut. Tut. Holy moly. Yeah. Poison yeah, he... Ivy. Uh, Professor Pig. <laughs> What's but do you remember King Tut? Yeah, yeah. I can't remember too much about his episodes, but I do remember seeing them. He was in a couple of them. Yeah. Um... Clocks? Was there a clock one as well? Time, time, time? There was. I can't, I don't, what, in the, I can't remember in the 60s. But in the 90s, there was an episode that ended up in like a bell tower. And someone did change time. And he could stop everything. He would just pause reality. Mad Hatter. Yeah. Um, Killer Croc. Yeah. The the lizard of yeah. <laughs> the Batman series. Um, Hush is kind of like a newer character. Um, Penguin He's we like talked about. Scarecrow. Uh, Solomon Grundy, I don't remember. No, man, I don't, much, I don't uh, like him. Even, you know, he's in the Arkham games and he has his little poem and then they tried to bring him into Gotham. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's a lame character. He's a bad tombstone. 
That's so crazy. I totally forgot about Tombstone. But to my recollection, it seems like Tombstone was like the uh, um, cable or Colossus or something kind of yeah, look yeah, yeah. to him. Like, yeah. oh, but gray. Yeah. And I have to quickly say that I really did enjoy Gotham, the series, before we go another step further in this podcast. Yeah. Shout out to that. I did enjoy it a lot, too. Like, even though it was him as a kid or whatever. Yeah, like, like I thought it was a genius yeah. idea. They kind of, you could tell they backed themselves into a corner because mm-hmm. it seemed like they could have went farther. But they just stopped it. But it was fun to, like, speculate on who was going to grow up to be what. And, you know, you get to see the young penguin. And he's just like, you know, he's got these little things that kind of just give him that moniker. And, you know, it's not, you know, it's tragic. Hmm? I like the Riddler in it. The Doctor Strange character, or Doctor Hugo Strange. Yeah. Hugo Strange. Yeah. Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah, that's the new guy that's out now. He's uh, played by uh, Hubert Cumberbatch here. Um he was great in Gotham. Uh it was weird having Jada. I don't like Jada. <laughs> Are we getting into this? <laughs> Um, Don't talk about Jada. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Keep her name out your No, spotlight. I mean, you can be critical. But uh, She mostly sat in a nightclub, sat yeah. back coolly, and was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I run shit around here. <laughs> yeah. But I really didn't like Commissioner Gordon. It was like everyone is killing this except for the main character because it was like season two, season three. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, he started doing the, the Batman voice. So, I would have to probably say that there's a lot more iconic villains in Batman than Spider-Man. But it is a tough call in a lot of ways. Like, they both do have a lot of, you know, characters, all things considered. Like, I wanted to... Like, Batman must have more than Spider-Man. Yeah. I but, think Batman has more range of, like, even one-off villains. A lot of villains yeah. that never made it. And a lot of Spider-Man's villains, very well funded. Yeah. Unlike Batman's, a lot of down-started grassroots from nothing. Yeah. Try and make something out of crazy. Yeah, exactly. Um... So, that takes us to the next portion of this podcast. Yeah. Where the year is 2022. Oh, jumping all the way to present day. It is present day now. Uh, Recently, there has been a Spider-Man out and a Batman out. Yeah. Both $200 million budgets. Wow. They say the... Batman was between 185 and 200, but uh, Spider-Man was an even 200 milli. Yeah. Steep. But Spider-Man did quite uh, better in the box office. Yeah. I think they're at, uh, you know, they're a 
billion dollars over it does look that way yeah when i was looking at the list it looked like it was at sitting at number six and uh the batman wasn't even on that list of top 50 they i think it was like uh 760 million yeah and then spider-man did 1.9 billion Mm -hmm. like so crazy numbers and i think that's really just off the uh yeah, the whole MCU train, how it's been so built up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's they're backtracking so much with these Batmans. Yeah, starting over, over and people over. Might might even uh, not even wanted to see Robert Patterson. Mm-hmm. A lot I mean? of people very skeptical if he was going to make a good Batman or not. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the jury's still out. You know, he did have that little bit of an emo-ish kind of thing, mm-hmm. which I can see as being a bit of a turnoff. Yeah. So a little bit of return to his Twilight's roots think, with yeah, this exactly. little bit of sadness. Yeah. And also like the acting, uh, like Batman, or the same, rather, yeah. when he's Batman or not Batman. You know what I mean? Still yeah, the same true. sort of demeanor. How every other yeah. uh, versions of Batman try to be like a totally different person. Yeah, the, the Playboy kind of thing. So these two movies mm-hmm. kind of are going in uh, competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what do you think was the best kiss? <laughs> like Zoe Kravitz or... Uh, or Zendaya. Zendaya. Uh, I don't know. The Batman wasn't <laughs> as heavy-handed, so I'll go with that one. Like, it's an established relationship. They've been in it for a long time. Peter Parker and her. Yeah, there's a lot of passion. Mm. Passion in Spider-Man's kiss. Uh, you know, uh, Batman and Catwoman were just like, we're both so sad together. Yeah, yeah. Pretty <laughs> compatible here yeah. with the sadness and the lonely. Yeah. So, uh have to give the edge to uh, Spider-Man on that one. Do you agree with that or you said Batman? Batman. Okay. But I did like, you know, he gave her... If we disagree, we got a drink. Well, he gave her the... Gave her the uh, contact lens. And that was a pretty intimate scene. sweet. Going through there. Getting in, like, experience it helplessly in a way through her eyes. That was really cool. And so I would say that uh, that brings me up to the next Who is that guy? Still, you know, I give Spider-Man better kiss, but I give Batman definitely the best, better female role. Yeah, yeah. And I think even if we went back in the history of Batman, yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer, yeah, Kirsten Dunst. Doesn't even compare to Michelle Pfeiffer. I know, Kirsten yeah, way better. Gwen Stacy. <laughs> uh, Gwen Stacy there, Emma Stone. Mm-hmm. She's a Great. cutie, but, you know, Halle Berry, mm-hmm. even though that was a flop of a movie. Catwoman, holy. You forgot about that one. Yeah, wouldn't have brought that up in the hot. <laughs> we gotta go there. Uh you know, not that Anne Hathaway does anything for me. But, yeah. You know, and another thing is that uh, if we're just going on, you know, this is uh, Peter Parker trying to get 
uh, Zendaya to, you know, pop his cherry, take his V-card. Yeah. Where, you know, Bruce Wayne is using that I'm such a sad boy <laughs> thing to pool in mad girls. I know. She's going to have to deal with that later, you yeah. know. He's not going to just Psychiatrists are all over him. Nicole, <laughs> Nicole Kidman. Chase Meridian. Chase Meridian. I love that she's a she's a, a psychiatrist and she's like looking at the clue. This guy's absolutely bonkers. <laughs> that's her, uh, yeah, that's her scientific you. analysis. Person's a scientific oddity. Okay, okay. So uh, since we're on this, who's hotter? Young Aunt May or a little bit younger Alfred? Pardon me? <laughs> Marissa Tomei? Yeah. 100%. I was watching the movie today. You don't like Australians? That, I, I don't even know the other side of the argument. <laughs> no, the, how they had like a younger Alfred in this one. Yeah. Um, Andy Serkis? Andy Serkis, yeah. yeah. He played the poacher in Black Panther. Yeah. And spoiler alert, if there's not one already built all over the... He gets blown up, and then that's it. That's yeah. like all he does for the rest of the movie is just recoup. But yeah, at least he survives. Or Aunt yeah. May doesn't have the same fate. That was my least. I know you're saying it's a necessary evil to have that. Like it never had this Uncle Ben thing, and it's yeah. about time they throw it in. Mm. But uh, yeah, that scene sucks. Yeah. I was so bummed to see her go. Oh, I know, man. It, but it was definitely differently acted than I remembered it. You yeah. know, like from the first time. like Yeah, when you rewatch it. Yeah, yeah. It's got a lot of like heart to it, little yeah. subtleties in yeah. her acting. Like, yeah. you know, like she's always Especially. been a great actress, of course. You just hate seeing Tom Holland cry, man. Yeah, yeah so sad for him. <laughs> God dang. But she pipes up with the uh, the line that Uncle Ben tells the other two. Oh, yes, yes. Man, I like these segues are going perfect. Uh, I'll jump the line a little bit. Oh, okay, so, you know, Alfred, Aunt May and him have, like, this uh, relationship. Like, she's very open with sexuality, kind of always trying to talk to him about it. And yeah. he doesn't ever want to talk about <clears throat> it because, you know, high school just... In adolescence, where uh, Alfred, you know, they have quite a dynamic uh, relationship, you know, even more in this because he's like, you're not my real dad. I and that know. was like one of the things I yeah, wasn't really liking until the second time kind of made more sense. Like <laughs> you would expect this guy to kind of be this way after the life he went through and like. But then at the end, with the whole Riddler thing, it's like, yeah, you're not an orphan. Yeah. So I, I think that that was very full circle. Because, mm -hmm. you know, it's better to have him being this woe is me character than how we always see him. He's going to all the balls and he's having a good time. He's picking up yeah. women and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Remember in, uh, I think... And then they have a big scene after he was blown up in the hospital. Yeah. Which kind of furthers their relationship would be would be parallel with the Aunt May 
dialogue before she goes. Mm-hmm. What were you gonna say? I forget. So do we agree on that one? Uh May <laughs> is hotter. Yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent. Was it agree and we drink or disagree and we drink? Um. Okay, so just because we went to this, so because we were talking about Uncle Ben. Yeah. Uncle Ben's death. Yeah. Uncle Ben's death mm-hmm. or Thomas Wayne's death? I guess. Most impactful or most fun to watch? What's sort of the question? More impactful. Well. And I think it's obvious, but it's funny to. Uncle Ben is usually a more personal angle. Okay, okay. You you get to sit there and watch him in daylight Mm -hmm. as he senselessly gets buggered during a robbery. Yeah. You know? It's the daytime version. Yeah. Usually with the Waynes, it's in an alley. It's a voyeuristic look at it yeah. so that you can't tell who killed them. Yeah. So it can be anyone. Because there's been just many different reasons. Or diff- many different people. Yeah. In almost every iteration. And they're getting more sullied by the day. Yeah. Like every time they're getting drawn in is, oh, look, you had old shit Thomas Wayne did yeah. while he was alive. Yeah. And I think this is the only movie that doesn't have a flashback scene. Hmm. Of the death, because even uh, Joker has that scene in it. Mm. This is the only version of Spider-Man that never had an Uncle Ben. I didn't even realize that. Like, I assumed he must have been in the yeah, first one or something. About him. But it's funny because... I forgot she was even dating Happy. Yeah, no. <laughs> Uncle Ben, just a commoner, you know... Blue collar guy, it seemed. Oh, yeah, I did think this yeah. guy even get into the newspaper where just because of a status thing, Thomas Wayne, like it rung bells through Gotham when I he know. died. Who's you know gonna I mean? follow in his shoes? Yeah. What is gonna happen with all his money and all the things yeah. he's tied up into? Yeah, Uncle Ben, you know, just as rich impactful people's parents, to, uh, shit. to yeah. Peter yeah. Parker, I'm sure. Yeah, is it not the mm. same impact because he doesn't have some kind of wealth or status? Yeah. Because, you mean, know, you see it and, like, you know, people die all the time, but when it's a celebrity that passes away, that's when people really start putting yeah. it on social media and all this kind of stuff, yeah. but... I mean, could have ended up like Chet Hanks. It's not someone that you know. Yeah, there's people dying around you, but you're worried about the people in Hollywood passing away. So what do we agree on that one? Uncle Ben? Yeah. Here's to Uncle Ben. You were thinking Uncle Ben as well? Yeah. For what reasons? Just because I feel bad that uh, he was definitely more forgotten about. He was easily forgotten about than Thomas Wayne. Yeah. You know what I mean? The only one that holds that hurt 
is uh, is Spider Man and Aunt May, or yes. Peter Parker and Aunt May. So it had nothing to do with the way uh, that you visually saw how they were killed. Just like no, no. <laughs> their backstories. Yeah, the forgotten. Yeah, and exactly. the uh, immortalized. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cheers to the Uncle Ben. Yeah, I know. Uh, so better humor out of these two, yeah, 100% in one scene. I bet the one with the electro, or <laughs> yeah, like Jamie Foxx, yeah, there's more humor than in all of the Batman yeah, movie. Like, you get the scene with the penguin mm. going, Oh, why you show me that? Yeah. That one, and how he waddles off, yeah. But it's like, I don't know if they tried to have a little bit of comedy in the uh, you know. What else has wings? Oh, um, the a Vulcan. Uh, and like then they didn't say penguin, but they're like, what was the other thing? Oh, flying rat. It was like a bat. <laughs> like I was like, are you guys gonna say a bat? No, the other one was a penguin. Yeah. yeah. Um. And it seemed like and really... it's and if I'm not mistaken, he's right, wasn't it? Yeah. Like it is the bat because he's going after Bruce Wayne, yeah, exactly. and that's like the whole thing. Yeah. And he's like, oh. Idiot, yeah, I'm the fucking me. stupid flying rat. Which is like, come on. Not the what's, not the stink bag penguin. Yeah, what's closer to a flying rat? Yeah, he's a piece of shit, but I'm the one he's after. Yeah, exactly. Um, and another funny part was the... Uh, yeah, you could have pulled that punch a little bit. <laughs> I did. Yeah, yeah. There was a little bit of humor in that. But it was funny that they used like, Commissioner Gordon to be... The, but was uh, that humor... Just showing that Robert Patton's some some strong. Yeah, <laughs> but got, just like the delivery, so many of it. Muscles. the delivery of it, they wanted a little. Like I heard the little chuckles in the theater, and mm. I was like, "Yeah, it wasn't that funny." Yeah, but they, thought, they were grasping at straws, yeah. these guys. But I thought, you know, there's always some humor in Spider-Man, and I thought that, uh, you know, Andrew Garfield really redeemed himself in this film jumping all the way they made him like the the comedic relief yeah he was in the third act yeah he was great actually i thought they did awesome yeah yeah. honestly i thought toby was a little lackluster little stiff yeah he he reminded me (laughs) he reminded me of uh like a a recovered alcoholic oh yeah 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 you you talk to them and like, they're, no, you're exactly they're right. He was just, like, there's a little bit of that personality gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I shouldn't say all. You know, I know, like, a little soulless in a way. Yeah, exactly. And he had that. He had that little like looking through you kind of thing. He's uh-huh. always, yeah. You know what I was? I was saying that afterward. Yeah. Like Toby's like thing was kind of weird the way it was. Yeah. Like there was something a little off with it. He's like, you know, Big Brother Toby. Yeah, Big Brother Peter. And I was like, did he go back and like look at his original performance? And this is what he came up with. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was, you're right. It was just a little stilted, a little mm. jangly yeah. for him. And the back thing, like I think yeah. he actually, was it that he had it in real life, a back issue at the time or something? I don't know, man, because... I know that was like paying <clears throat> a joke to something. Yeah, when I bring this up, they're like, oh, I didn't even think about that. But uh, Gwen 
Stacy's back broke on impact when he when uh, Andrew Garfield couldn't save her. What? So it's like hurt him cracking someone's back, but for good. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's pretty. That's pretty deep. Holy! But I loved the part of uh, so multi-dimensional. Enter the yeah. back multiverse. Yeah. You guys uh, fought aliens. The only thing I thought was a Russian guy in a rhino suit. I'm lame. I'm lame. No, you're amazing. You're amazing because he was the amazing Spider-Man. That was good. Yeah, that was really funny. The call out to Toby being the only one who has the webs coming out of him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's funny, too. Yeah. They're all the different iterations. It is really funny, the polka and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, it's so crazy to see all those villains back. Yeah. Like, it must have been so weird for the act to be like, what? Yeah. Like, we're going to play a huge role in this? And, like, really, I think all the humor came from Andrew <coughs> Garfield and, like, the third act. Because, <laughs> you know, I guess there's some, like, light humor when it comes to uh, Flash and, like, stuff like that. You know what I mean? But, yeah, Jamie Foxx. And he's like, yeah, you guys not going to mention that I'm naked? And, like, <laughs> all this kind of stuff. They played him, like, cool cool guy too much, like they did with Will Smith in the Deadshot. It's like, just having, like, these... To be fair, like... And then he was Nutty Professor in the other one. What? He was more like a Nutty Professor in the, the first Electro one. Like, oh, Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, I, I can barely remember it now. But definitely with this one, like some of the stuff, like especially. <laughs> no, we're agreeing on Spider Man, aren't we? For humor. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big percent up. Yeah. Um, but like some of the stuff these guys had to say, Dr. Octopus as well. But like when they're talking about how they died or whatever, mm. like the. <laughs> And like Jamie Foxx just sitting there like stone faced like like I whatever he said like I went to like a power reactor and blah 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 and it's just like <laughs> to be able to deliver that line <laughs> and try and convincingly say it yeah. is so ridiculous. Then, like, yeah, you know, over the top. like, even, <clears throat> like, the acting could all hinge on something like that. Like, they get a really, like, you, I don't think we can even understand what it takes to be able to pull off one of them villains. It's hilarious. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I will give it to Jamie Foxx. I did like the, uh, yeah, he's face-to-face with Andrew Garfield and he's whatever his name is, like. Larry, it's all good. <laughs> you can just go back to your life now. Like yeah. You no matter. You no longer have those mutations. Yeah. He's like, I'm just a little disappointed because I thought you were gonna be black. Because <laughs> <laughs> he always sees him with the mask, right? Yeah. And I thought that was really funny, and kind of goes into this like weird. Yeah, he became, like, obsessed with Spider-Man. He was like, Spider-Man's my friend. Yeah, yeah, I forgot he was the nerdy until yeah. one of those quick flash plays. Nutty Professor. Yeah. Um, better technology. 
Uh, well, pretty impressive technology in Spider-Man. Mm. His suit just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goes on. That Iron Man nanotech. Yeah. And then he just hacks right in the Dr. Octopus with it, mm. no problem. Like, Octopus is like, sweet, I'm getting all this new stuff. It looks like he's stealing it from Spider-Man. Yeah. And then all of a sudden... Yeah, in the trailer, it made it look like the other way around. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Spider-Man's like, oh, look, I got full control. Yeah. Look, no that, problem. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that's what sold it for me, too, actually. Yeah. Because, you know, before this movie... Mm-hmm. Or maybe, maybe before. Not to mention. Maybe uh, like far away from home. Or, yeah, because he gets the nanotech even in uh, Homecoming. Oh, really? And All the way back? That machine? Yeah, like when, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. How he can talk box. to it now and stuff like that. <laughs> um, you know, before all this, you know, Batman's got the gadgets. Yeah, but he doesn't have a thing that can make anything. Yeah. Like, but he does have, like, back in Batman Returns, not to have the big return to that, but remember the thing they put under the Batmobile? Yeah. To track him? And, uh, I'm going to play this city like a yeah, no, hell. He's playing, it's like a yeah, uh, like a, arcade game. Yeah, like something you'd see in the mall. Yeah. Man, I had... The, the Batmobile that you could press a button and the side shot off. Yeah. Remember when he does that to go through the alley? Yeah. Yeah, I had that. That was sweet. Yeah, I had a couple of Batmobiles over the years. Um, but the technology in the movie fixes Doc Ock. He's like, oh, look, your stupid chip's fried. Yeah. That's why the arm's making you bananas. Yeah. And he's just like, let me just whip one up for mm. you. I'll put one in, and it's in the shape of a... So, yeah. Oh, I thought it was in the shape of a spider. I was like, that's... But it's an octopus. octopus. It's an octopus, of course. But it looked like a spider with the legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the uh, similarities... Both, eight. both yeah. eight. You know what? I didn't really clue too hard into that. That's why they're great adversaries. I'm like, a, I guess, a fair fight, you know? <laughs> Pick on someone with your same yeah. amount of legs. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> kind of <laughs> because you know Batman does have, uh, you know planes and he does yeah cars and boats and yeah. bikes. And Did he all have that kind of stuff? Did he only have the plane in '89? Was there more bad no, planes? A, I'm sure there was a bad plane. Oh in man, the, damn! You used to spend a lot of time playing with the bad plane. But the that plane. nanotech. I Wings think come seals off. the deal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The uh, with, hold before we clank. Just hold, 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 hold. <laughs> <laughs> now, this, this, it's almost sacrilege saying that because you get such a helping hand from Iron Man, right? Yeah. In general, with all this stuff. But Lucius, you know, Peter Parker's smart. That You know what? Lucius Fox. Fucking fair. Lucius. And I think when it comes to Lucius Fox designed everything, that I think Peter Parker has more know-how than Bruce. <laughs> because you think Bruce Wayne designed those uh, uh, contacts? You know Fuck what? no. The, the, but, but 
Peter Parker makes his own web shooters. This is this is really a fight between Lucius Fox and, and Iron Tony Man. Stark, and only one survives. <laughs> and we, it's like uh, it's like the Cold War. It's like Russia and U.S. fighting through the Koreas or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely. Spider-Man comes out on top, but I was saying it's sacrilege because traditionally, like, the gadgets and stuff, you know. That's Batman's game. That's his, you know, you're right. You're fighting yeah. his, yeah. you know, you're fighting the grappler on the ground. Yeah. Which actually... Uh, Grappling hook on the ground. <laughs> is that, you know, Bat Signal's pretty epic. Bat Signal's always been around. Not really technology, but it's... You know, it's it's something that has been created for uh, Batman's Abler. Spider-Man didn't have anything like that but Spidey Sense. Yeah, that's a hell of a thing. But. And it was intense, man. Like with the Aunt May thing. Yeah. Like it was like you could feel it like throbbing. Like, yeah. ooh, and he's just like, yeah. what the fuck? Like he could just feel like his stomach dropping. Like there was something so wrong. Yeah. Yeah, it was they well did acted. That. Yeah. Um, very well done. Uh, as Peter Tinkle, as they like to refer to it. Um, I remember it being like pretty crazy in the animated series and the video games when they had the spider sense going. Yeah. But uh, Spider-Man actually did have a spider signal at one point in the comics. No way. And they make fun of it, or they poke fun at it, uh, as an Easter egg in Homecoming. Right. Because there is a spider signal that goes on the ceiling at one point. Oh, really? Yeah. So, uh, gotta go with Spider-Man. This version of Spider-Man. Yeah. With better technology. Yeah, well... Where, like, any other version yeah. of Spider-Man wouldn't have... Well, that's interesting. Wouldn't, wouldn't have a chance against yeah. Batman's technology, but this guy has an edge. Because of Iron Man. And that was one of the knocks on this one. Like, people were really unimpressed with the Batcave this time around. Yeah, there wasn't much to it. Yeah, they were like, this fucking junk house. Were they really? Yeah. And all the other ones show, like, a lot of layout. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's always like, this is where the Batmobile is. Because yeah, remember, Jim goes in and, and goes up and down. The Riddler goes in and blows it all yeah, up. Yeah, I know. He really messes the place up. Oh, yeah. That happens a few times, I think, in the series, too. Joker heads down there yeah. a couple of times yeah. and gets his way, yeah, spray yeah. paints a few things, yeah. presses his wiener against stuff. <laughs> little white wiener with a <laughs> green tip. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah the lemming uh so uh who has the uh better uh the bigger co personal conflict outside of the superhero world uh you know peter parker ruins his chances and his best friend and woman's chances of getting into university yeah. And uh, Bruce Wayne. I know, that was funny, eh? <laughs> Guilty by association. Yeah. And uh, Bruce Wayne's dealing with uh, daddy issues and being a billionaire. It sucks donut. Yeah. 
I don't think, like, did Bruce Wayne ever go to school or anything like that? No, I don't think no. he's ever gone to school. All Alfred homeschool. Been listening to Kurt Cobain for the past 20 years and decided yeah. to get a. Oh, get but a to be frisky. fair, when that part kicked in in IMAX the first time around, yeah. like, I gotta say, like, as far as effect, yeah. like, I mean. I'm just going to say this, but I went in super stoned to the IMAX one um, on weed. <laughs> um, just in case there's any confusion. But went in there a little bit weeded out. And, uh, like, it was creepy. You know, like, starting with that Riddler. <sighs> Like that weird scene. Oh yeah. And the the light and the you know, it was it was real cool and intense, but you know, when the motorbike and that shallow focus, like really capturing the comic yeah. look to yeah. it. Um but in terms of that and when something in the way kicked in, like it was like, Oh like I thought it was you know, it was a killer move worked really well like as far as sound and visual all Mm. you know kicking the butt out of the viewer i thought that was like super good yeah yeah and i don't think spider-man had any memorable music parts that i can recall off the top of my head no but i could be just missing one i didn't really look for it yeah i think they just brought i know they like to bring a little dubstep around Electro. Oh. I can't remember if they did it in this movie or not, but I remember there's a lot of dubstep or, like, kind of Electro music in uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, but I agree. Like, the score was pretty spot on with this version of Batman. Yeah. Everything fit very well. Yeah. Uh, dynamic sound. Uh quality of you know like you said when that uh the bat mobile turns on yeah and it just oh. sits there yeah with that four versus ferrari like kind yeah of. man that was wild um you know and back to technology he did have the the eye contact mm-hmm. kind of stuff too um but yeah that kind of goes into the next thing I wanted to say was, uh, so the best recreation, you know, Spider-Man became, you know, now he's like a big part of the MCU mm-hmm. where everything he was, you know, they really played on the neighborhood Spider-Man, but this is, yeah. he's a lot more to that. Yeah. You know, um, and, you know, where do you go with that? Like, it's just still catering to everything that the, uh, that these, you know, does it really stand alone from any other uh, Marvel movie? You know what? The one thing that it could possibly suffer from is the possibility of going back and fixing things. Like, he goes to Doctor Strange straight away. Yeah. With this problem, and he's like, "Oh, make everyone forget that I'm like, that's a huge problem to have. Everyone to know you're Spider-Man. Yeah, you know, like that. That's a huge ca- mm. kettle of fish yeah, to let exactly. out. 
um, and then to go and do that. But like in Batman, you never get the impression, like unless there's a Lazarus pit involved, mm. you never get the impression that there's an impermanence to what's going on. Yeah, well, like, he definitely doesn't want people to know that he's Bruce Wayne in Batman. Yeah, he'd be fucked. So like, yeah. There's no Doctor Strange to, like, mm. he'd be like, uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Scarecrow, I know you're mm. mostly into scaring people, but you got any forget potions you want to spray mm. on the town? Yeah, And you know what's funny is that Batman and Spider-Man are the only superheroes, well, not the only, but out of the majority of the IT superheroes right now in cinema, are the only superheroes that have to hide their identity. Because I know, you know, Spider-Man's the only person that hides his identity in Marvel. Everyone knows who Iron Man is. Everyone knows who Thor is. Yeah. You know, uh, everyone knows who... Aquaman is. Everyone That's, knows who Superman is. You know, I didn't really think about that. Yeah. Well, I knew that about Spider-Man, but it's the same thing with Batman. Yeah. So that's interesting. There's a little, uh, little cheers to a... We found a parallel. Um, Tony the, Stark? Yeah. They know he was Iron Man? First movie, I am Iron Man. You said to the crowd? Oh, yeah. Oh, I feel stupid now. <laughs> <laughs> Televised. <laughs> Tell the world. Um, Fuck me. But this recreation is that one of still Batman. Going? Yeah, it is. Uh, this recreation of Batman was a little different. I loved it. Like, you know. The darkness. The uh, David Fincher. mystery. Yeah, I've always... You know, that's the thing, is that David Fincher, uh, Seven. That's the problem. My favorite film. Yeah. That's... So I'm waiting for the Gotham that that movie fits into. Mm-hmm. And this was such a fit Fincher-esque yeah. film that it was not by accident. No, and it was a little too close to some of those things. Like, you wanted it to be a little bit set apart so that it didn't feel as much as yeah. derivative. Yeah. Like, you know, it's hard to assume people haven't seen that movie. Yeah. And people want to see an homage, but they kind of went over the top in mm. a way with that. But it's funny because, you know, Fincher is known for his black and yellows. That's mm. his, like, aesthetic, his mm -hmm. go-to. But, you know, black and yellow is Batman. Yo. That uh, was the original oh, suit, you know what I mean? That, that, that exact yellow is burned and... Yeah. You know, it's got to have a number, but, yeah. you know, there's something, like, it's closer to that, like, sunflower. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know how to describe it. There's, it almost evokes a feeling, that color of yellow. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, yeah, like a burnt. Mm. It, I, I know exactly what you're saying there. Um you know, always raining. I feel like this is the grittiest. You know, Joker did a good job mm -hmm. making it gritty. Uh, you know, I think in the um, Nolan verse, it was just a little too New Yorky. They didn't do anything crazy with it. I believe that was they Chicago. Wanted to, <laughs> wanted to make it like real, really realistic. 
mm-hmm. like Gotham was always based on like seventies, eighties New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gotham's all that deco. Obviously, not seventies and eighties goes yeah. back, but like that the really aesthetic is so gray. so cool. Yeah. In the Burton ones, like he he was definitely the perfect one to create that noirish dark yeah. world. Yeah. But in a very animated it was kinda animated too. Yeah, and there was like they were painted a yeah. lot of those backgrounds, so yeah. a lot of animation involved. And I think even some of the far away shots of like fighting were animation and stuff like that. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. This version of Batman wasn't just a good Batman movie but just like a good movie altogether mm-hmm. like it had the perfect ab and flows and oh, it had it for the people that like the mafia yeah yeah he was a great falcon riddles I thought he was a great falcon um and we can talk about that as well as that Paul Dano yeah killed it yeah, I was like really hoping, like you got to see him without the mask. And when you saw him without the mask, boy, did he sell it. Mm-hmm. But he his kind of run in it does kind of end with a whimper. Mm. You know, it's kind of weird how you want to see him go a little bit further, mm. not just sit there and I just ordered some pie. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Well, it's all part of his plan. Yeah. And he does have kind of those like pig squeal sounds. So yeah. like you kind of like you on the level you're as smart as you think, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, it's always this guy is so smart. Mm-hmm. But he needs a that, friend that but there's bad. always going to be something that he missed. He didn't know because you think, oh, he knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman. Yeah. But at the end, you find out that he doesn't know that. Yeah. Because he can't get what's right in front of him because he thinks too hard about mm-hmm. things. And some people didn't like that it was so, like, realistic with the followers and stuff. I loved it. Some it people is... like it to be a little bit more separate from real life. Mm. You know what I mean? Batman's villains always had the gang. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, it always had following. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. You just like, never saw the following, the henchmen. The, you never saw the the starting of the following. You know what I mean? Yeah. With the Joker is one of the first things that you mm. you're the most building up. Of. Yeah. Exactly. Like like the first Ninja Turtles with the, yeah exactly with the foot soldiers. Yeah, like yeah. Said, you like, see them all the to, kids getting groomed. Yeah. In the 90s, you needed this I was like, game. man, I wish there was a cool place like that for me to hang out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that I would have to give it to Penguin and uh, Paul Dano just for something new, mm-hmm. where I'd have to deduct points uh, for Spider-Man because it is just the exact same villains that we've already saw but the balls of it and to I bring so many of them back i know but you could almost say that everyone was a bit lackluster in the the villain department yeah because well, they're all just getting put in the box yeah and that was like the one parallel willem dafoe did awesome i loved seeing him with the hood 
Yeah. And so he really brought back Green Goblin. I was sad that he destroyed his mask so early on. Hmm. Would have liked but I him. liked him without the mask. Yeah, but... But it wouldn't be nice to at least see him. Because you only see the bombs coming in. You don't even mm-hmm. really see him. Maybe you do in the distance, but... Yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Um... But yeah, they did one hell of a job making uh, Colin Farrell look like the guy off of uh, Spin City. Yeah, Richard Kind. <laughs> they already used him in Gotham, so they yeah. couldn't use him again. So we agree on better recreation as Batman. Mm. Um, and I want to say I was skeptical of Batman. Like, even from the oh, yeah. the trailers, like, I was still, like, uh... I was, too. You know, as kinetic as it was, like, I really like that, you know, that red hallway scene with the do-do-do-do-do yeah. kind of... Like, I was stunned I by could, the visuals yeah. of Batman, which I can't say exactly for Spider-Man. Yeah. Although it had way more set-piece moments in Spider-Man, like, going from big thing to big thing, like... Yeah. You can really see where the money went there. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's a great point. Um, but, you know, I can say that Spider uh, Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can say that Robert Patterson is the best Batman. It's... You know, you at can't, least yet. There's allegiances that are hard to be broken there. I would say that I'm more excited to see another Robert Patterson Batman now than I am to see another Tom Holland Spider-Man. Yeah, it's hard to say where to go from there. Like, they really raised the stakes in the last one. With Spider-Man? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So how do you top that? feels like you would have a smaller... Like like he would be going into other movies for a little bit. Yeah. You know, backburnery. Yeah, exactly. And I'm pretty sure That's interesting. that Tom Holland is actually taking a break from acting, so we might not get a Go away. movie, a, another Spider-Man from him for a while, if not ever. What? I think his contract's up with MCU, which I'm sure he'll resign. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want it's to see confirmed. another Spider-Man. It's confirmed to see another Batman. Yeah. And I really hope that they bring Mr. Freeze into this. I would really love to see a rendition yeah. of that. Especially the 40 Below bar that's like the the club inside the club. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd like to see Mr. Freeze go and take that over. The good doctor. Yeah. <laughs> the good doctor, mister. Which is funny because I guess... Uh, yeah, he's the closest to a Spider-Man villain, yeah. where he's like this, you know, scientist that, uh, you know, it's you know, a mix of, you know, just how every other Spider-Man villain was a scientist other than Sandman, mm-hmm. but he's still compared to Sandman because he's doing it all to save a loved one. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I think, you know, especially how they left Gotham flooded, mm-hmm. you know, that could turn into ice real quick. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. And I'm and sure... Like, yeah, you know what? This was one where things really did go to hell hmm. at the end. Like, Gotham was in real bad shape. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's real consequences to everything yeah. that are going to affect the next one a lot. Yeah. This is still year one 
Batman. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, Spider-Man... Well, I guess it's like year seven Spider-Man and he was gone for five years. So <laughs> maybe they're closer than you'd expect. But, it's, you know, it's, he's at least three movies deep. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, didn't mention this back with the technology, but uh, Squirrel Suit. Oh, that was the funny part of yeah. it too. That was the, the I'm other sure that funny was Bruce part. Bruce Wayne's design. <laughs> yeah, it gets tossed around, goes for smashy that poo. A, that was a tough landing. Yeah, that hurt. Walked it off pretty good. Yeah. Okay, so uh, better. It's hard to say better surprises because these are two movies that I feel like everything was spoiled. Yeah. Well, yeah, it definitely would have been more of a surprise. If we didn't know that Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, and all these guys were coming back, that yeah. would have blew people's minds. But we live in the information era where you learn everything beforehand. I know, and they tried really hard not to spoil it. They were saying, like, no, even, yeah. like, we're not in it. Yeah. To try and detract from it, but. Yeah. The same with Batman. It was very transparent that we were getting a Catwoman, getting a penguin. Mm-hmm. Colin Farrell's playing penguin. Uh, Paul Dano, they've been talking about that mm-hmm. uh, far beyond when the movie came out. Uh, um, but the one surprise that Batman had at the end was this version of the Joker. Yeah. Which I did like the version of the Joker, like aesthetically, but it was such a lackluster surprise how they did it. Mm. I found anyways like oh friend and you like you see half of them so you think it's two face you don't really know right mm. there's nothing jokery I don't even know if you got to yeah. laugh but then they came out with that scene the deleted scene of the Joker which is just very Silence of the Lambsy yeah little and, derivative and although I, not bad bad but I think that scene should have been in the middle of the film. And then either set up another character with the twist or set up nothing at all. Yeah, well, a lot of, you know, speculation on Hush, which, you know. And the DEA is killed, so probably Harvey uh, Dent will become the new DA. Yeah. You know, it's hard to say. Like, it seems like Matt Reeves wants to introduce some weird ones into it. Yeah. But Mr. Freeze, long overdue. Yeah. You know, if Nolan could have done five movies, he mm. might have gotten the freeze. Yeah. Um, because Freeze would be the one. Yeah, I'm excited at the prospect of Freeze the most. But, but I did, you know, because then I was thinking, because I'm really trying to be forgiving about this whole Joker thing. It's like, oh, that means that. He was Red Hood in, like, year one, Batman made Red Hood into the Joker. So that uh, even makes their bond stronger because they both started at the same time. Mm. But now Matt Reeves is going with this whole, uh, you know, this Joker was born like this. Yeah. He's really going full man who laughed. Mm. You know what I mean? 
the the true inspiration of the Joker. He's going like full out. Yeah. Even more than the Joker did, how he had the uncontrollable laughter. Hmm. It's supposed to be like can't take the smile off his face, like in the old black and white film. Yeah. Uh, who'd win in a fight, Tom Holland? Or, uh, we'll choose that one. Tom Holland or uh, Robert Patterson? Tom Holland. Oh, yeah. Does his own stunts. Yeah. Beat his ass. Um, who'd win the fight, Bruce Wayne or Peter Parker? Peter Parker. Yeah. Super strength. Yeah. You know, Bruce Wayne has a little bit of yeah. jujitsu experience. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's got a couple years under his uh, gadget belt. Yeah. Um, He's a yellow belt. With or without technology. So with all the toys, would Batman kill Spider-Man? No. Instant kill mode. <laughs> um, an honorable mention is, uh, you know, J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. Is a real prick. <laughs> Seems to be like no one hates uh, Spider Man more. Yeah. But Batman gets a lot more haters. The whole GCPD, because I guess because they're all corrupt. Yeah, everyone really fucking well, hates yeah, Batman. Like, yeah, it's very personal. Like everything he does affects these people on the level. Like maybe Peter Parker, uh, Spider Man, like in the you know the giancy of New York or something. Maybe feels like he never steps on specific toes except for Jay Jonah. Yeah, he was just really like unwarranted. Pretty His much. Hate. Yeah. I'm sure there are some backstories. There was in the animated series yeah, that like had something, something to do, to do with, with his the... wife or a kid or yeah, something. Yeah, I think it was his daughter that yeah. died or something like that. But, uh, yeah, it really puts his neck out there to fucking shit on Spider-Man. I know. Such a son of a bitch about it. Would either of these guys, and this is how I'm going to end it, if you have anything else to talk about, let's talk about it. But this is how I'm going to end it. Yeah. Would either of these guys be able to beat Spawn? Spawn? Go straight to hell, no. <laughs> Never. Never pass go. You'd be fucking... Here we go. Fiery pits of hell? Are you kidding me? There's no way. <laughs> There's no way to beat Spawn. No. Dang, definitely no. Yeah. Let's see it happen. Yeah, so did you want to quickly breeze over what we have up here? Yes. Uh, first off, we got uh, Batman Forever, Batman and Robin. Yeah. The only recurring character in this is Michael Goff and Chris O'Donnell. <laughs> the wonderful Chris O'Donnell. Boy Wonder. Yeah. Um, Alicia Silverstone as Batgirl. Yeah. Easily gets forgotten. Yeah. I think she had some leathery nips in there too. <laughs> An all's fair. <laughs> um, 
Con Air. That's a that's a thousand hour conversation, Con Air. Oh man! Holy moly! Speaking of a rogues gallery, well, Cyrus would, the virus. Yeah, that'd be a great episode. Yeah. Diamond Dog, Garland Green, Johnny Twenty Three. <laughs> great names. All star oh. cast, man. Like Danny Trejo in it. Young Danny Trejo before the mustache. Yeah. Before he really came into his look. Yeah. Guilty pleasure movie. Con Air? Yeah, like, Con Air, I don't know if it was, like, the direction or something, but there was something that was holding that back from being a goddamn, like... Had, like, maybe a little bit of, like, a soap opera look to parts of it. What was the song that went Oh, my God. Talk about Trisha Yearwood, How Can I Live Without You? Yeah. And it was so weird. Leanne Rons put out the song almost at the exact same time where the sit it was a hit like simultaneously yeah. by both, it seemed like. Yeah. Such a such a weird time. But a great movie. Yeah. A great movie. People that hate Cage don't like it, but you know, it's got so much charm. You know. I'm not a huge fan of Cage, but it's one of the one of the top Cage movies in my <laughs> book. Lord of War, high high energy action says Siskel and Ebert. Yeah. That sounds like a two thumbs up. <laughs> uh, Green Book. Yeah. Okay, so connection to Con Air. Nicholas Cage plays uh, Noir Spider in the Spider Verse. No, that's that, That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Green Book. Yeah. Loved that movie. Uh, I knew that it was gonna win the Oscars uh, it was against quite a few um, films that year that kind of had the same tones or the same messages yeah but uh, it seemed like the most yeah. well-rounded outstanding from both perspectives yeah uh, I thought it was a great film and Mahershala Ali I cannot wait to see his blade yeah already had his little teaser at the end of one of them yeah was that the eternals yeah you hear his voice you did tell me that spoiler fuck spoiled myself yeah uh john q what a goddamn superhero denzel washington is yeah saved his kid's life fighting against like yeah, um, yeah, try, trying to make sure he gets high up on that list yeah. or on the list at all or something like that. By any means necessary. Yeah. And now that I'm thinking about it, does it take place mostly at that hospital? Yeah. Like almost like a one location oh, yeah. kind of a thing. little reservoir doggy. Yeah. That's what you're getting at. I think so. Yeah, it's been so long since I saw it. I never really looked at it with that kind of filmy eye, you know. Yeah. Minority Report, I really liked. I saw that in theaters. Um, it was, for me, really loved Mission Impossible 1. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't find like any of the Mission Impossibles were the same. They just didn't have live up to the type of twists that yeah. were in it. Like, there was a yeah. sense of, uh, like, it was very confusing, mm. especially, like, the first watch. Mm. But to like, they did a good job of like eventually like going back and showing you like all the little things you missed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I found like Minority Report, 
was the Mission Impossible 2 that I never got. <laughs> you know, even though it's very, it's a lot heavier subject matter. I disappear. And more futuristic and stuff like that. Like, I really liked Minority Report. And, you know, Tom Cruise, to me, is like Nicolas Cage level, where it's like, I don't like that many movies. Mm. I think, you know, some actors can be a little overrated or just, like, overpopulated. Like, mm-hmm. you just have so many movies, and it's like, they're not all good. Yeah, he's like, kind of like how Liam Neeson is with, like, Taken type stuff, yeah, exactly. you know. Like, yeah, yeah, Liam Neeson has a lot of skills, but it's not playing different Mm -hmm. roles. Yeah, and when you're seeing, like, that and Jack Reacher and all these sort of things. Edge of the World, whatever. Uh, Seven Towns. Yeah, that one I couldn't really remember if I had seen it before. Hancock there. Yeah, Hancock. (laughs) Just, yeah, what what a career ruined... (laughs) <laughs> or at least delayed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's sad. We're not even going to get into that. But Spun, mm-hmm. which how I ended was Spawn. Yeah. Uh, the connection to Spun would be John Leguizamo's playing yeah. his, uh, the clown. His penguin esque transformation. Yeah. If Danny DeVito was tall originally, or well, at least average height. However yeah. tall leg, leg was always. Yeah. Uh, Seven Pounds actually is a great film. I don't want to uh, jump over that. Oh, it's well, a, it's Will a, Smith has had some bangers. Yeah, it's Let's a not... fucking tearjerker. It's probably, you know, even sadder than Pursuit of Happiness. Mm. It's, yeah, it's a... Uh, but Woody Harrelson's in that, too. Got a little shout-out to Woody Harrelson. Great. Uh, but back to Spun. Like, Spun is... How long could you go on about Spun, do you think? I think yeah, I you've probably brought up Spun I could do an episode one time that. a week for yeah. many, many a week. Uh, well, there's just so many things that could bring you back to that movie because, you know, very cult... I don't even know if you'd consider it a classic, but a very culty movie. Uh, an amazing... An example of how editing works with the psychology of film because they edit that film to make you feel like you're on the fucking I know. Like, it feels like you're on a busted carousel. Yeah. But at the same time, just a fun watch. Every (laughs) every character is just an enjoyable character. Very animated. Yeah. Yeah. Spider, the cook. Yeah. Uh, And, like, that humor... Was like really the only thing that they yeah. needed. They needed it yeah. to offset the heavy subject matter. Yeah, exactly. And I can really appreciate something like that. Yeah, yeah. and Jason Schwartzman does a great yeah. job carrying. Yeah, old the crowd. Francis related to Nick Cage. This guy. Yeah, isn't it? But uh, Nick Cage is a cop. Coppola. Yeah. <laughs> Him too, isn't it? Yeah. Schwarzman? Isn't it his uncle? Maybe. I'm not sure. Um, But Brittany Murphy, rest in peace. Oh, yeah. She was fantastic. Yeah. Um, Which, quickly, I must say, Sin City, one of my favorite comic book adapted films. Yeah. 
in Batman with all, also uh, Mickey Rourke mm-hmm. playing a great role in Spun and in uh, yeah. in uh, Sin City. Hearts of Gold. And also was Whiplash in Iron Man too. You know what? I, I don't really know people's opinion of it so much, but that part where he snaps the car in half mm. looks so awesome I know. back in the day. Yeah. But yeah. they had to go and use it for the trailer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you're waiting the whole movie to see it. Yeah. All right. Well. Final thoughts, closing thoughts. Um, go to the funky flea market at Exhibition Park. You can get no way from home for ten bucks. <laughs> and also, bucks. if you spot the continuity error, you could be entered in a raffle to win a copy of the Matrix uh, Reloaded. Yeah, that's number two, I think. Yeah, so I'd watch that twice. Hit us up. If you're interested <laughs> in a very competitive four, raffle. And I'm hoping next time you see us, we'll be into order. Yeah. And just so that it's not like there's a lot of skepticism with contests, you know. We're giving you a hundred grand and they give you the chocolate bar. <laughs> yeah, you're not getting a hundred grand. Yeah, so that's what she looks like. And there is two discs in there in case you were wondering. This one and a disc too, so all good. Enter that raffle. What do you think, bye? I am vengeance. Why did he call himself Vengeance? Ava Maria? Yeah, that's an... I mean, we didn't even get to really scratch the surface of sound. Mm. But I thought it was interesting to hear that that was like down a step yeah. musically to make it, you know, a lower tune. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like that was his thing, Riddler's thing. You know, you hear that sound... Just like the Joker in the Dark Knight, you hear the glass scratch. Yeah. And, yeah, Nolan might have done the sound stuff better, although, you know, a lot of people getting that stuck in their head. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. Oh, yeah, and I did think that, like, you just need a friend. Yeah. <laughs> you just need a friend. <laughs> yeah. I thought they were, like, both, like, weirdly, like, in that moment. I loved Paul Dano in, uh, 
There will be blood. Yeah. Kind of plays the same kind of character. Yeah. Little cry baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm out. All right, folks. All right, folky. We're supposed to be at a studio A. Like oh, yeah. Oh, for away. Fox sakes. Oh, Fox Lakes. <laughs> for Fox sakes. <laughs>